0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to 180 Mentoring. My name is Terry Krebs, and I'm the host of 180 Mentoring, where I'll be discussing information you can use in day-to-day leadership situations. I'll provide you information in a way that you'll be able to listen to it, use it, and apply it so you can move on to your next leadership success. All leadership examples and solutions are based upon actual events and situations that I've encountered in my 30 years of leading and mentoring. You can find me at 180mentoring.com and 180mentoring at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and I'm looking forward to today's podcast. Thank you for all the positive feedback. And thank you for subscribing to my podcast, which you can find on iTunes if you search for 180 Mentoring. In my last podcast covering staff meetings, I talked about the importance of tactical or short-term goals. Today, I'm going to cover this in a little bit more detail. So why are short-term goals important? Because short-term goals lead to long-term success for both you and your team. Long-term goals can be intimidating to less experienced team members. By their nature, long-term goals are sometimes vague because of what they describe. To me, long-term or strategic goals are more about what you're going to do, and short-term goals or tactical goals are how you're going to do it. Here's an example. In my career, I managed and led a team of investigators. A strategic goal I had every year was for us to win the office of the year. I knew from my experience in our team category, that would mean we would have to run approximately 60 quality cases in any given year. 60 is a large number of cases, but it's still achievable and realistic. But at the same time, it can still be very intimidating all on its own. But if you break down large strategic goals into smaller manageable pieces, which are called short-term goals, aggressive strategic goals become very manageable. Here's an example. So where I worked, my office had five people. If you go back to my goal of 60 cases, you would take 60 cases divided by the five people equals 12 cases per team member per year. This is still not a very specific number. You have to break it down even further than that to weekly manageable goals. So back to the original number, 60. 60 cases a year equals 12 cases per team member equals one case per month. Based on my experience, I knew that one case per month is approximately five or six investigative activities per week. This is now a very specific, measurable, and manageable number. Remember, it's your job to mold these short-term goals into your overall strategic goal plan. Besides the things that I've just mentioned in the last couple of minutes, there are many valuable residual effects that come from effective management and development of short-term goals. First, it allows you to be a better engaged and effective leader. It's going to help you resolve one area that many managers deal with, and that is annual appraisals. If you're actively engaged with people in this weekly type of feedback loop, You will know what they need to do better, what they're doing well, and you'll be able to provide that feedback to them weekly. There will be no surprises for them when it comes to appraisal time or for you. Also, you'll have all this data at your fingertips to be able to help you produce those. Second, short-term goal management allows you to react and resolve most type of individual or office-based crisis because you're only dealing with weekly or maybe bi-weekly goals. You can stop and start these goals as needed, and if absolutely necessary, other team members can pick up the work of a, another team member if they're gone, if they have an issue, if it's needed. It's easy to do that. Third, when you do it right, less experienced team members start to develop their own short-term goals to support long-term objectives. This is a key building block in the professional development of future leaders. Please remember. As a leader, you are constantly developing the future leaders for your organization. Use these short-term goals to support that long-term objective for your organization. So how are you going to remember how to do all this? So there's a way that I was taught a long time ago, and it's taught to people in many management courses, in leadership development courses. There's a mnemonic that I've used. And it's the word SMART, S-M-A-R-T, which stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Realistic, and Time or Timely. Let's start with S, which stands for Specific, or what I like to call the five W's and the H. Who, what, when, where, why, and how. Who is involved? What needs to be accomplished? When does it need to be accomplished? Where will it be accomplished? Why are we doing it? What are the benefits, the purpose, and does it support the long-term goals? And the H, the how. What resource to actually accomplish the goal? Do you need a car? Do you need money? Do you need time? Those kind of things. Then we get into the M, which is measurable. The concrete criteria that helps people stay on track. Measurable lets you know when the task is accomplished. This is also the area that people could come back to you and ask you, hey, am I doing the things that you expect me to do on these tasks? I once had a supervisor who said he wasn't going to provide me any feedback in the area of measurement. You see, I was an employee who always wanted to make sure that I was doing the things that my boss wanted me to do. And if I had any confusion in that area, I would go back and I would say, Hey, take a look at this and let me know, am I on the right track? So my supervisor told me that, well, I'm not one to pat anyone on the back. And I said, well, I don't want to be patted on the back. I just want to make sure that I'm accomplishing the things that you want me to accomplish. And really what was happening is he was confusing praise with feedback, which are two completely different things. What he really was asking me to do was become a mind reader and try to figure out what it was that he wanted all the time. You can really call this guessing, which I was never, ever good at. Asking your teammates to become mind readers or guessers will completely shut down outside-of-the-box thinking, which is better described as innovative thought and problem solving. It also will affect morale, and in my experience, You never, ever will guess right, and it makes people completely uncomfortable when working around a supervisor who expects you to be able to read their mind. Okay, the A, which stands for achievable. Please remember you should be expecting your teammates to work at 100% of their potential, not yours. There was no way that I could ask a new member of my team to perform at the same level as me. So don't expect your newer teammates to perform at the same level as you. So always expect them to work at the 100% of their potential. Provide them with tasks and associated timelines that are challenging and also achievable. What this does is it builds experience and confidence. And also remember that as a team becomes more loyal to you as a leader, they will work harder and Try to be ultra productive. Sometimes this will cause people to try and take on too much and attempt to complete tasks in record's amount of time. Just be aware of this when you're setting goals in the achievable part of the SMART mnemonic. Okay, let's move on to R, which stands for realistic. It's very similar to the A, which is achievable. For me, the realistic part was about, is the person trained to do the task and is there enough time for them to get it done? Also remember, high performers will have a hard time saying no to anything. So be aware of this when suggesting and setting realistic goals. T stands for time. When will the task be completed or when must the task be completed? Be specific with this as saying, Hey, I need this thing done sometime next week. Means different things to different people. Also, be careful about asking people to do things faster than you actually need to have them done don't make your mistakes someone else's emergency people will be aware that this is how you operate and that makes people very nervous and that's really it developing short-term goals to support your long-term objectives is very simple as long as you break them down to manageable pieces of data remember When you're developing goals with your teammates, always include the team member in the development of the individual short-term goals. Don't call them in and hand them these. That teaches them nothing and does nothing for the professional development. Include them so that they own the process, and this will encourage self-accountability. My next podcast is going to deal with how do you help someone achieve the goals that you develop with them If they become stuck and are struggling to complete these goals week to week, please remember that at some time in our career, we were all stuck. And if you think back, there was always someone who helped us along the way figure out a process that worked for us so that we could continually and effectively manage, produce, and complete our own short-term goals. That wraps up today's podcast. Thanks for listening and providing input to today's topic. You can reach out to me at 180mentoring.com and 180mentoring at gmail.com. I'm Terry Krebs, and I'm the host of 180 Mentoring. I'll look forward to talking with you soon.